The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pa to Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 14 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. I can't believe that we are almost done with 2017. Christmas is done and Hanukkah is almost there too. All we have left is New Year's Eve tomorrow night and New Year's Day on Sunday and we are fresh ready for the new year. It's always quite baffling to me when we uh, reach the end of a landmark, like uh, an entire year or, uh, or any other period that has passed and then we stop and we look and see what lay behind us. Is it lay behind us or lays behind us? What lies behind us? <laughs> anyway, it's just fascinating to see uh, what, what happened uh, before. It, it always feels like the year went by so fast in retrospect, whether it felt that way when you were smack dab in the middle of it or not. I've been trying to figure out what I want to talk about in the final episode of the new year for a few hours now, and I've been having a difficult time focusing. On my blog, I always do a year in highlights post, which would sound like the easiest thing for me to do here. But since I do it there, I won't be doing that here. And you can head on over to Life of a Freelance Dancer to see my highlights of 2016. So I began writing my notes for this podcast while I was riding the Metro North train from uh, Grand Central Station in New York City, and I was heading on up to teach in the suburbs and choreograph some solos for Youth America Grand Prix. And when I do this, I usually end up sitting <laughs> for a little too long on Facebook on my phone. That's what happens when I travel. If I run out of things to do, I just sit on social media. <laughs> but let's be serious. I'm a social media person, and this is really just the story of my life. I'm, it's not always just when I'm on a train. <laughs> Everywhere, forever, and always. Anyway, one of the overwhelming topics that keeps popping up on my feed, uh, or that has been popping up on my feed over the last few days, uh, on status updates from close friends to podcast listeners, all the way to pure strangers that I'm not really even sure why we are connected <laughs> on Facebook. But the theme that keeps on popping up <laughs> as I look at people's Facebooks is that they feel that 2016 was just a generally a horrible year and that they would like for it to end in hopes that it's just a curse of the number 2016 and that 2017 will wipe the slate of failed political promise, dead celebrities, and our ever-changing environment clean. From the deaths of stars like Prince, Leonard Cohen, and most recently George Michael and Carrie Fisher, to the election of Trump, Brexit, the crisis in Aleppo, terrorist attacks, and beyond, many people are just overwhelmed with the magnitude and quantity of challenging, perspective-altering events that took place over the past year. 
I don't think that I fall somewhere along the line of being overwhelmed by this year's events. And I, I do feel, of, of course, I I see each one and I, I think that they're difficult and challenging and horrible. But I, I don't know if I've become numb to it or if it's just the fact that I kind of see it as a cycle that we humans can't live long enough to recognize as a cycle. Um, I'm still trying to figure that one out. But... I haven't been as overwhelmed uh, by all these events. I think I take them each individually. It, it's funny because I, I'm usually the one that people turn to and say, why are you being so negative about this? And I mean, I, I don't believe that I'm actually very negative at all. Instead, we can go with uh, anxious, direct, uh, analytic, overly realistic, whichever one of those you want to choose. But this time around with a lot of the news that's been happening this year, it's been completely different. Personally, my 2016 was quite wonderful. I laid down the building blocks for some great growth and change in my career. I started this podcast. I got married. I began teaching at Steps on Broadway and Broadway Dance Center, two organizations that I've dreamt about uh, working at since I was in my, my teens. And I even started the new year watching the Aurora Borealis in the Arctic Tundra. And I closed out the summer exploring Machu Picchu in South America and so much more. Now... I can't say that there weren't challenges in my own personal year beyond everything that I've seen happening on the news. One of my closest friends and biggest supporters of my career died unexpectedly at the start of this year. I've also probably clocked more hours on buses and trains than you probably will in the next 10 years. But, as I've told other, others close to me before, when something tragic or difficult happens or is in the process of happening, it's just a reminder that you must be living a good long life. Not that this is a good experience, but as eventually uh, people find out, everybody experiences these types of things as they get older, and it means that they must be living long enough to have these experiences. So just a little bit of perspective for you if you're feeling that, the, that way, that 2016 is just shocking and different and horrible. Anyway, what I'm trying to get to here is that 2016 was just another year with major ups and downs, some of which may have impacted you greatly, uh, and some may have impacted you more than others uh, have in the past. Some may have not impacted you at all, or maybe just over time it became uh, overwhelming. Anyway, we should we should be all be grateful for having these experiences. Not that you should be thankful, just grateful that you have been around for these experiences. Maybe that's more what I'm trying to say. Not that we want to repeat the lessons of 2016, but we can take them to guide us ahead into a better future. Or at least, this is how I try to live my life. One thing that I feel all of our listeners here at Pod to Chat have in common is that we all have something to turn to in our lives when it feels like everything is going wrong, or when life is mundane, or even celebratory. And we are so lucky for that. Whether you find yourself seeking solace through your own practice in class, you attend live local performances as an escape, or you find yourself boogieing down <laughs> on a dance floor, we all have an outlet in our lives that is found through, in, and around the art of dance. And we have this outlet innately from a very young age. As we grow, it transforms in different ways, sometimes through refined practice, like me, and a lot of my peers and friends. The human species is so lucky that we have 
this innate response to music, rhythm, and vibration that helps us express ourselves in what is sometimes the most basic form. Before our species could speak, we moved our bodies to express. Expressing anger, frustration, sexuality, ecstasy, love, happiness, and beyond. I've recently become obsessed with the trailer for a film that's releasing, um, at least in New York City, I believe on February 1st, about the life and art of Ohad Naharin, who is the artistic director of the Abat Sheva Dance Company in Tel Aviv, Israel. I've talked about him a few times on different podcasts. And in the trailer for this movie, which is called Mr. Gaga, which is uh, the style of dance that he is known for creating, um, there's a moment when he talks about mourning and dancing not being unrelated. Um, I'm assuming that this is especially true, considering that uh, in Israel, they're they're often dealing with loss, uh, being that it is a country that is at war. I was really drawn to the statement, and it is uh, immediately followed up by him stating that he dances every day. And I feel the same way. Dance is the story of our lives, whether we can speak or not, because it is movement. And as long as we are alive, there is movement inside of you and outside of our bodies, uh, whether it's <laughs> your, your pulse moving blood through your veins, or whether it is you uh, maybe going out and uh, celebrating at a wedding with your your family and friends. Um, We are constantly in motion, even if we're asleep. So, as we go into 2017, I urge you all to find ways to make movement a part of your everyday lives And who knows, maybe dance will be the thing that brings us all together to have a wonderful 2017. With all of this said, I want to give a major and heartfelt thank you to all of you for listening into the inaugural year of Pot of Chat, Talking Dance, and, and the Premier Dance Network. One of my life's goals has been to share my love for my art form and to be recognized as an artist with a unique perspective and valuable knowledge. Getting to take part in this audio experiment in our very visual art form has been one of the most rewarding things for me in 2016. Thank you for coming back week to week and reaching out to me with your questions, your concerns, or just to let me know that my words have helped you. It means the world to me. I can't wait to see where we go in 2017, and I have a really good feeling about it. So, with that, I bid 2016 adieu, (laughs) and I want to help push you forward into 2017. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Pod to Chat Talking Dance. If there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycarollis.com. Again, that's www.barrycarollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts or to book masterclasses in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcasts on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcasts on the Premier Dance Network. 
New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. You can visit us on premierdancenetwork.com and Premier spelled P-R-E-M-I-E-R. Or you can uh, go on iTunes and search the Premier Dance Network. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B. Carolus, or on Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to subscribe to my blog, Life of a Freelance Dancer, where I have been writing about working as a freelance artist for over four years. I also have two YouTube channels, B. Corollas featuring my choreography and Cork-ography featuring my choreographic web series that tells the life-defining stories of professional dancers through revealing interviews and choreography. Thanks for listening in to Pod the Chat. I hope you return next Friday to talk dance with me. And remember to go out and support your local dance scene.